Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share, download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Hello everyone. And this is Cynthia Smalls with Back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not to give up on the Lord Jesus Christ. People, I understand it. I get it. My hand is raised. Sometimes we feel as though no one is listening that no one is listening to the gospel. And so from time to time, we feel this heart, this, this heart-wrenching plea for the world to accept the gospel. It's like we get it, but then we shouldn't get this, that once you hear how how Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures because we need to start the podcast off with the gospel Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 to 4. Paul tells us this awesome good news about the resurrection of Christ Jesus. And so yes, sometimes it does feel as if we are beating our heads up against a brick wall. As the Lord was having me study the book of Jeremiah this week, the book of Isaiah this week, you can hear God's plea and His justice to the children of Israel who were steeped in idolatry. They were committing adultery against the living God by running after foreign idols. 
time after time, line upon, upon line, we hear God telling Israel to put away your idols, stop worshiping the, these gods that your fathers never even heard of. Stop running after what the pagans run after, because if you don't stop it, I'm sending the terror from the north, the Babylonians. I will send the Babylonians to come against you because all they were doing were eating and drinking and being merry for tomorrow we should die. But for today, oh, we're going to bow down to the Baals. We're going to bow down to the Asherah Poles. We are going to worship every God but the living and true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so when he sent the terror from the north to burn down Jerusalem, to burn down the temples, the temple, then the people want to cry out to God. And God had been telling them through the prophets, I'm going to send a sword. I'm going to send famine. I'm going to send drought. I'm going to turn you over to your enemies. They are going to ridicule you. They are going to despise you. They are going to enslave you because I'm sending y'all into exile. And all of this because God wanted to be their father. He brought them out of Egypt, out of the chains and the bonds of slavery. He, he led Moses to lead his people out of over 400 plus years of being under the thumb of Pharaoh's. To bring them across the desert so that he can bring them to the land he has set aside for them. And all they wanted to do was kick and scream and complain about we ain't got no meat to eat. We so thirsty. Where are you taking us? We might as well go back to Egypt. God was so frustrated because you can hear it in the very words he spoke. You can hear the ingratitude of it all. Like Israel, and this is not the pick on Israel, but God gave us these stories in the Bible to serve as an example that if we turn from him and turn to the world, turn to his enemies as an ally, well then what else do you expect to happen? What peace? Because see the false prophets in Israel was telling the people, oh, God is not going to send y'all anywhere. Oh, the, the terror from the north. Oh, he's not coming. No, God wants to bless you. Don't worry about the warnings that the 
the true prophets are telling us. No, don't believe them. Believe us. Believe that you are going to prosper even though you're in your sins. Even though you're worshiping and desecrating the holy temple of God by worshiping the queen of heavens and uh, the queen of heaven and baking cakes to her and mourning over her dead child. Don't worry about none of that. You are God's chosen people. He ain't going to give up on you. He is not going to defame his own name by putting us away. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> we ain't got nothing to worry about. But then what happened? Babylon is what happened. The Babylonians, the Assyrians, all of Israel's enemy came against them. So, what am I saying today? Because just like Israel had to get the big fat memo, but there is restoration for the remnant of Israel. Because even though God laid out his justice and kept his word about what he was going to do for Israel and it ain't done with Israel because they still got that final week. Okay. Jacob's trouble. The 70 weeks. Yeah. 69 of those weeks have gone by. Israel right now is on a pause. God put them on a pause because once the kingdom of heaven showed up. Once Christ Jesus touched down on planet earth. They rejected him. So, Israel is on a big fat pause with the Lord. So, once, once God has reached the point, right before Jesus comes back, he's going to finish with dealing with Israel. They got that seven year tribulation, the world has a seven-year tribulation and Jesus has already told us that that time is going to be like none other than history has ever witnessed never since before and never will it be such a terrible time as that he told us that if God didn't cut it short that there will be no more humans left on this earth. So, who let us pray? Because what I want to talk about today, what did Jesus say about hell? Because if you let this false, fallen, pagan world tell it, there is no such place as hell. All you do is just die or you're just going to be annihilated or you'll just soul sleep. But as far as a burning hell, nope. That is just something Christians use to judge us, to scare us to come into Christ. But we ain't coming to Christ. Okay. 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 Let us pray. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, 
Lord, we need you and we want you, Father. Hallowed be thy name. I give you praise today. I worship you, Father. Your commands are not burdensome today. Father, help us. Help us in our struggle because we, we too get so frustrated. Like nobody wants to hear the gospel. Like no one wants to repent. No one understands that Christ died a horrific, brutal death on our behalf. Father, you laid it out over there in Isaiah chapter 52. What he looked like. He didn't look human. He didn't look recognizable hanging up there on the cross because of what the Roman, the barbaric Roman soldier beat him to such a point that he looked mangled. You said that the people were appalled. They were astonished. When they saw Jesus hanging up there on the cross, no man has ever been so disfigured as our Lord. And he did all of this so that we don't face your wrath to come. When people hear the gospel, it should compel us. It should compel us to repent, to cry out out to you save us lord what must we do to be saved father we see in today in today's climate don't nobody want jesus don't don't nobody want to be saved father my hand is raised you know how big of a sinner I was. I played the harlot every day. I sinned against you, Father. My sins were piling high up to heaven. Glory be to God when I heard the gospel. The true gospel. Not that prosperity gospel that still had me in sin calling myself a Christian, I'm talking about the true certified bona fide 1 Corinthians 15 gospel, the gospel that Paul preached, that one, that I was truly born again. Father, I ask for wisdom today. Help us. Help us those who have been born again, to never give up. To never give up. And like a precious sister in Christ says, never give up, never quit. We are to never, to, we are to never to give up on Jesus. Even when this world don't want him, we want him. And may we never grow weary. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
May we never grow weary in doing good for at the appointed time. Jesus will come back for us. May we never forget that we believe in God. We believe in Jesus also. Because he told us in the book of John chapter 14 that in his father's house are many mansions. He would not have told us this if it wasn't not so. He has gone to prepare a place for us. And if he go to prepare that place for us, he will come again and take us. He is going to take us to be with him and he will receive us to himself that where he's at, Lord, we too shall be there. Father, bless you today. Bless your holy word. Thank you for giving me wisdom and clarity of mind. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right, folks. So let's just jump right on into it today, shall we? Because these warnings ought to be heeded with great caution today. You will go to hell unless you repent. Make no mistake about it. You will go to a burning hell where Jesus is not. And that's the facts, folks. Listen, we are not to grow weary in doing well. That's the word I just heard from the Holy Spirit today because God done already told us don't give up. Do not quit. Don't give up. Jesus is on his way back. He has prepared a place for us. So, do you not know? Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, folks. Listen, as much as we implore to the sinner man, the sinner woman, that you will die one day. Listen, this temporary life that we are living on this earth is just that a vapor a brief so brief amount of time compared to eternity it's not even funny because we think living 60 70 80 even 100 years is a long time but it is not not compared to eternity, that if we don't cry out to Jesus to save us, our lot will be that lake of fire. And studying the book of Isaiah this morning, because I heard this before, but it just hit home for me. Like around 
chapter, I believe it was either 66 or 65. It was like towards the end of the book where God was saying in that day where Israel will be restored and how Jerusalem will be the pinnacle, okay, that nations will stream through the gates, hallelujah, of Jerusalem. And that how going out that they will bypass those who are burning in this lake. That will be a testament to the evil doers. Those who rejected Jesus. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's the lake of fire. And so, yeah, that... <clears throat> Like the Bible says that there that the smoke of their torment will be going up day after day after day. So it's looking like <clears throat> excuse me that hold on. It's looking like that lake of fire is not going to be tucked away somewhere out of sight, out of mind. Oh no, no, no. It's going to be where people can see it. <laughs> okay. We're going to see this lake. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that scripture. Because that stuck with me this morning. Because I heard that before. Hold on. It was like. Because I was listening to this on audio. Yeah. Here we go. Amen. The last book. Chapter 66. Over here, here we go, in verse 23, it says, Isaiah 66, 23 to 24 says, All humanity will come to worship me from week to week and from month to month. Verse 24, And as they go out, they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me, for the worms they for mm, for the worms that devoured them will never die and the fire that burns them will never go out all who pass by will view them with utter horror what do you mean that the lake of fire is going to be tucked away somewhere out of sight, out of mind. Oh, no, no, no. Not according to Isaiah 66, because Revelation 20 over here says, down here in verse, because we can take it from verse 10 to 15. But look, verse 13, And the sea gave up the dead, which were in it, and death and hell delivered of the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life were cast into the lake of fire. And Isaiah 24 is telling us about this lake. 
because Jesus was saying that there will be weeping and gnashing of the teeth and that how the worm will not die. Their worm will not die. And we see over here in the Old Testament about this lake. Look, it says, verse 24, Isaiah 66, and the fire that burns them. What fire? This fire over here in the New Testament, Revelation 20. That fire, that lake that burns them will never go out. Well, how do we know that this is the same lake? Because it says, and whosoever was not found in, um, and so, oh my goodness, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into this lake. Because if we, let's go up to chapter 20. Hold on. Let me open this up. Hold on one second because we need to see something here. Look talking about the defeat of Satan. Look. Here we go. Verse 10. It says, Then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Hmm. That's telling us what Isaiah 66 over here is telling us. It says that and the fire that burns them will never go out. So whoever is in this lake, they are going to be tormented day and night. Because Revelation 20 just told us. Now I just had my finger over here. Just told us how the devil, the Antichrist, and the false prophet, prophets, and all who were deceived by them will be in this lake. And it says in verse 10, there, talking about that fiery lake of burning sulfur, there they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That's all of eternity and not only that all who pass by all <laughs> all who pass by this lake will view them with utter horror you want to know why it's going to be horrifying looking at these people burning day and night forever and ever for for the worms that devour them will never die and look because you see the people those who consecrate verse 17 of isaiah 66 says those who consecrate and purify themselves in a sacred garden with his idol in the center feasting on pork and rats and other detestable meats will come to a terrible end, says the Lord. I can see what they are doing, and I know what they are thinking. 
So I will gather all nations and peoples together and they will see my glory. Amen. I will perform a sign among them and I will send those who survive to be messengers to the nations, to Tarshish, to the uh, Libyans and I can't even see this who are famous as archers to Tobol and Greece and to all the lands beyond the sea that have not heard of my fame or seen my glory there they will declare my glory to the nations they will bring the remnant of your people back from every nation they will bring them to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as an offering to the Lord they will ride on horses and chariots and wagons and on mules and camels said says the Lord and I will appoint some of them to be my priests and Levites I the Lord have spoken verse 22 as surely as my new heavens and earth will remain, amen, so will you always be my people with a name that will never disappear, says the Lord. And then we get to verse 23. All humanity will come to worship me from week to week and from month to month. And as they go out, they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me. For the worms that devour them will never die. And the fire that burns them will never go out. All who pass by will view them with utter horror. Amen. Thus says the Lord, Isaiah 66. So, do you not know, getting back, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? They will not. Do you not know this? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that's 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. You don't want people walking by that lake looking at y'all burning. Come on. This is not a game. God's word will stand true. That lake will be out in the open for people to see it. Because maybe we thought it'll be like hell. Somewhere tucked in the core of the earth where we can't see it. We know about it. But we don't want to be looking at hell every day, looking at the people being tormented. But this lake of fire, 
God gave us an eye opening this morning as a reminder that all who pass by will view them with utter horror. Amen. So, like I said on the podcast before, breaking news, God still hates sin. Because what did Jesus say about hell? Okay. We know what God has said about this lake of fire because, see, hell is temporary because of all the horrors that are going on in hell right now. That's nothing compared to this lake of fire. Oh, because I don't, apparently, people has never given any serious thought to what Jesus has said about hell because see the unrepentant sinner all he wants to talk about all she wants to talk about is how Jesus knows my heart and that you know he's still working on me so stop judging me well let's talk about that heart because Jeremiah 17 9 10 Oh, God has a lot to say about that heart of yours. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Let me repeat that. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it. Verse 10, I, the Lord, search the heart. Okay. You want to talk about how Jesus knows that heart? Yeah, he knows it all. He knows it all right. He says, I tried the reins and no, I tried the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. What you mean, excuse me, what you mean according to my doings? Well, let's go back to Revelation 20 about these books. (laughs) Okay, the books. It says, where is it? Verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And those things. Those things that God was saying over here in Jeremiah 17 that he will give, thank you, Holy Spirit of God, that he will give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doings that have been recording, that has been recorded in these books over here in Revelation 20 those things so you're not getting away with anything glory be to god we were not getting away with 
anything because many people they believe that hell is just a figure of speech for the hardships of life that they go through i said this before on the podcast how some people say well i'm going through hell on my job not hardly that's not hell okay because hell is a real place whether you believe it or not hell or hades which is which is actually the proper name in greek is a place that was prepared for the devil and his demons not for people according to matthew 25 41 however people go there because of the sin of rejecting jesus christ as their lord and savior because lukewarm christians in particular love to say well jesus never preached on hell and we're like well then what bible are you reading from because he most assuredly did preach on hell listen he said you serpents you generation of vipers snakes how can you escape the judgment of hell and that's matthew 20 23 just think when jesus said this he was talking to hypocritical religious people so for all the lukewarm christians they keep talking about how well jesus preached on love uh-huh yeah he said repent repent for the kingdom of god has showed up and that how if you don't repent you too shall likewise perish i tell you he said it twice i tell you you must repent turn to luke 13 3 it's in there because the bible says how shall we escape if we neglect so great of salvation which is only through christ jesus turn to hebrews 2 verse 3 amen listen my friends jesus done already told us that he is the way he is the truth and he is the life that's john 14 6 because without him as lord and savior you will spend eternity in the lake of fire where all who pass by will view you with utter horror and as they go out they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me we can't get enough of isaiah 66 today i can assure you to let this sick this sin sick 
violated of a world under <clears throat> understand that God ate playing with this lake of fire. Amen. Listen, God is so just that he hates all workers of iniquity and you are deceived, my friend, to think that you are a good person in your own righteousness. None of us are. None of us, not one single person. You don't believe me? Turn to Romans chapter 3 verse 10. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. That means ain't nobody checking for God. Talking about how Jesus knows my heart. Well, I'm getting my life together. And then I'm coming to Christ. Okay. The Bible tells us, no, is telling us no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one. What part of no one are we not getting, folks? No one does good. Not even one. Only Christ Jesus was perfect, folks. Look, it's telling us no one does good, not even one. Verse 13 of Romans 3. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asp is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses. Yup. And bitterness. Yup. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Yup. Listen, my hand is raised. Okay. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm pointing out what the word of God is saying to us today. Amen. Verse 16. In their paths are ruin and misery. And the way of peace they have not known. Y'all think like we all thought, oh, we having some big time peace as we over here living it up in sin. Absolutely not. We are deceived. It says the way of peace they have not known. Verse 18. And why is all of this going down in the first place? Verse 18. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Amen. Because people as they living it up like we all thought sin was the big time fun we ain't never gave any thought to hebrews 9 27 that says and as it is appointed unto men once to die but after this the judgment what judgment <laughs> revelation 20 listen it ain't funny okay it ain't funny to be mocking God, mocking his word about how, oh, well, fine. I just go to hell because I ain't got time for all of these rules and regulations 
that's what I that's what I'm talking about religion all of these rules all of these regulations you can't keep them all it don't make any sense oh it's going to make a whole bunch of sense when Jesus calls you up out of that body suit my loved one okay oh it's oh you will have absolute clarity about your situation but it's going to be too late though because God and his mercy and his hope for salvation is not in hell and it is most assuredly not over there in that lake of fire nope absolutely not because look Psalms 5, O oh God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence, for you hate all who do evil. Verse 6 of Psalms 5. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. You don't believe me? Let's turn to Revelation 21. 21 verse 8. Yet we in these scriptures today, look what it says. Verse 8. Verse 8, where are you? It's on the next page. Turn it. Look, it says, But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars, their faith, their fate, is in the fiery lake here we go with this lake of fire come on folks their fate meaning their portion their destiny their destruction is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Jesus calls that the second death because Hebrews 9.27 then already told us that men are appointed once to die. And then after that, this judgment over here, Revelation 20, this judgment Isaiah 66, this judgment, Revelation 21, 8, all talks about that lake of fire. What part of tormenting for all of eternity are we not getting, folks? And not to mention that that lake will serve as a testament to all who have rebelled against God by rejecting His Son. Who, who could have saved you from your sins, but you said no. 
you didn't want to come out of these second and third and fourth adulterous remarriages. You don't want to put down the weed and the drugs, which is sorcery also. You didn't want to put away the alcohol. You wanted to stay being a drunk. You don't, you refuse to control that slanderous tongue of yours. You said no. You didn't want to stop being the swindler, the extortioner, and the con man. You said no. You said no to, you want to keep up with killing folks and killing innocent babies. You're not going to put away your envyings and your jealousies and your covetous lifestyle. You're not going to stop being greedy. You're not going to put away all of your modern day idols. You're not going to stop blaspheming God. You're not going to stop mocking Jesus. Talking about He's been talking about coming for over 2,000 years. Where he at? Y'all been talking about Jesus was coming. How he's coming. He's coming. Talking about repent. Where he at? He ain't showed up yet. Okay. Because God will not be mocked. He won't be mocked. He says that you will reap what you sow. You keep sowing to this flesh. The Bible says, from the flesh, you will reap destruction. What destruction? Let's go back to the videotape. Revelation 20, Isaiah 66, Revelation 21, 8. That great big old lake of fire where people will be walking by. What people? Those who have consecrated themselves to God holy people we got the big fat memo about this lake and we went running to jesus when we heard the gospel by faith faith that our sins will be forgiven through his shed blood of what he went through on the cross he suffered for us he suffered for us then, so we won't suffer in this lake of fire later. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, in closing today, I don't see where all the fun people are trying to get back to at. Mm -mm. I used to. I used to think that all we have to do is pursue our dreams, be boss lady, level up, level up, get up, go to work, do your job, take care of your families, love your spouse. That's all that there was to life. And in between some entertainment, we'll, we'll go to the movies, go to the amusement parks. Go out to the bar, to the lounges, have a good time, do our little drugs, drink our little alcohol, smooth out, chill out, watch some movies at home, pop some popcorn, invite folks over, we'll laugh, we'll eat, we'll barbecue. 
Because Jesus told us that when he returns, it will be like in the days of Noah and Lot. People will be eating and drinking, planting and building, marrying, giving into marriage. Yeah, people will be divorcing and remarrying in their sins. People will think they having their best lives ever. They got a big house now. They got a nice car. They got their adulterous relationships. They got finances. Their retirements are looking pretty swell. But all the while, they are heading to a burning hell so no I cannot be happy for you absolutely not how can I when I know God sticks to his word he sticks to his word once he decree a thing oh it is declared and he will not take it back so when he's given us the pictorial, the picture over here in Isaiah 66, how people will be streaming by you as you are being tormented, the dead bodies who are experiencing this second death, being tormented forever and ever, day and night, along with Satan and the Antichrist and the false prophet. All who have taken that mark of the beast. All of the unrepentant sinners from all of history over there in that lake. And as we, glory be to God, as we stream by, we will look on you in utter horror. It's going to be horrifying seeing what's going on in that lake. We are not going to be, yay, good for y'all. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. No, it's going to be horrifying as a testament that we barely escaped this fate. So, repent, repent, go running. Like your feet are on fire. Run to Christ Jesus now. Today is the day of salvation. Don't be caught outside of that body suit without having made the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. He's the only one that can save you from this second death. You don't want this. Oh, uh-uh, 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 stop it with the nonsense. You don't want this. Talking about, you see, that's why I don't want to go to heaven then if there's going to be murderers and rapists up there. As if there are sinners in heaven. Or, you see, that's why 
I don't want religion because all of the rules and you can't do this, you can't do that. It makes no sense. It's just so confusing. Why can't people just live their lives? Why? How come y'all keep talking about repentance? Stop telling me that. I Listen, I'm not going to be one of these hypocritical uh, Christians that's sitting up here in the church, but then they all in sin. I might as well just be who I am. I'm a good person. I'm not out here robbing banks and killing and, and stealing. I'm a good person. Can't you see? I'm chill. I'm that dude. I'm that boss lady. I'm a good person. I help the I I help the help the homeless. I go down every Thanksgiving, every pagan Christmas down to the women's shelter. I give out turkeys, I do toy drives, I do backpacks back to school, I do all that. What you mean? I have a non-profit organization. All we do is help women trans transition from domestic violence. All, all we do is train women how to come out of those relationships where we will give them some job training and career training and and uh and courses and finances so that they can get on their feet and start afresh maybe now they can find another husband that would treat them well we give we listen we are life coaches we are motivational speakers we help the people what you mean i'm not a good person well guess what god sees all of that that you took time out to lay out for me. Well, he sees that if you're not in Christ, he sees that as filthy, menstrual, bloody rags. Really? Yes. Yes, sis, as menstrual, bloody rags. So, to end today, because... I need refreshment. I feel it in my spirit because of the lack, the lack of concern for one's eternal destination. Like I said, I get it. So that's why we cry aloud and spare not. You will go to hell if you don't come to Christ Jesus, if you don't repent, after you hear this gospel and, and you reject it, because there's a penalty for rejecting the gospel. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this real quick, because there is a huge penalty. Now, I thought I committed this to my brain, but thank you, Lord for google history <laughs> google history because look but this is not what i was looking for it's second thessalonians hold on it's second thessalonians because like i was saying i committed this stop pulling up that's not what i want i want this Hold on a minute. Wait, y'all, wait. I know y'all ain't got nowhere to go today. 
I know. Okay, this must be. You know what? I'm going to write this up on my wall about obeying not the gospel. Because when we obey not the gospel, this is. Yeah, see? Here we go right here. It's second Thessalonians. I'm going to write this on my wall so that I don't be forgetting. Because I be thinking it's first Thessalonians two something but it's it's second Thessalonians one eight through nine that tells us this in flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In what flaming fire? What flame of fire? Isaiah 66, Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. Revelation 21, 8. And others talk about these flames, these fires, that lake that burns with fire and brimstone, sulfur. You will be tormented day and night. It is going to be a horrific scene. Don't believe me? What did Isaiah 66 tells us? And this is the super close. And I'm going to leave this in your brain today. Because it's in mine. It's going to be in yours too. What I say, verse 24, Isaiah 66 and as they go out, they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me. This is almighty God speaking. For the worms that devour them will never die. And the fire that burns them will never go out. All who pass by will view them with utter horror. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, have mercy on us today. Father, we repent of our sins. We turn from our wicked ways. We turn from our evil doings. And we turn to Jesus. We turn to you. Thank you for reconciling us back to yourself through the sacrificial death of Christ Jesus. Father, may all who hear your message today, may they repent and turn from their wickedness and turn to you. And this is my prayer, Father, that the Lord of the harvest send out his laborers into the fields to preach this gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ for the recovery of the lost soul. May they hear this and turn from their sins. Blessed are the feet that carries this message. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.
Amen. All right, folks, another one in the can. Another one in the can. Repent and believe that Jesus died for your sins and turn back to God. Share this message. This is a timely message from the Lord that we must let this world know about that lake of fire and that Jesus is, in fact, on his way back and his reward will be with him and he will give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings according to all things that are written in the books according to their works amen amen lord willing until next time i shall be speaking to you all soon bye for now guys for tuning in i truly appreciate all your support until next time i'll be talking to y'all soon bye